Hey listeners, want to start your own podcast? Let us tell you our favorite tool. Anchor is the one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. Here's why. Anchor lets you record and edit your show right from your phone or computer. So no matter your setup, you can start creating right now. Then it distributes your show to the most popular listening platforms like Apple and Spotify. Plus, it's the only place you can send video content to Spotify. Creators can even earn money on Anchor with ads and subscriptions. Best of all, it's all free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Fem fam, welcome back for season two. Woo, woo, guys, we are so excited. We are. We had such a lovely turnout with season one. We really love all the feedback we've been getting. So thank you, listeners, to those of you who have been out there mm-hmm. shouting us out, commenting on Apple Podcasts. Yes, we yes, love if you, you haven't, by the way, like if you've listened but you haven't taken the step to subscribe or rate. Like or if comment. you're a homie of ours <laughs> and you haven't done this by now, like what's up we're gonna have to talk <laughs> it does really help us though like you know regardless we're just happy to have listeners and we're so grateful for the feedback but it really does help us grow to get those things so keep that in mind yeah, you know <laughs> doesn't hurt but, but yeah we're, we're so excited for season two we have some great guests lined up mm-hmm. and we just thought you know given where we are right now in our path and where what we're going to share what better way to start about like how to how to keep doing films like Mm -hmm. even if you don't have like necessarily a big budget Mm -hmm. not even a what's considered a micro budget (laughs) and how like what our journey was to to kind of get things out there when Mm -hmm. you you just don't have quote unquote the resources to so we thought that would be a great way to kind of segment our season two and and kind of share our journey a little more Mm -hmm. so tessa do you want to talk about our like (laughs) how we started (laughs) k trailer oh my god i like Oh, well, you know, like when we started this, we no had an regrets. idea. Yeah, no regrets at all. No we learned, you know? I will say that no. um, we had an idea of something we wanted to make and we had no real experience other than in the acting world specifically. Yes. You know, <laughs> I mean, we knew how filmmaking worked to some degree, but we had no experience ourselves. So, you know, we had this idea for a period piece. I think short is what we originally thought exactly um, that we wanted to make. And we said, okay, well let's film the trailer for it. That'll be the first thing we do. And you know, it's a period piece. We know things like costumes and, you know, set and all that stuff's going to be more on the expensive side, but like we can handle it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we ended up, I don't and remember. Since we couldn't find like castles out here in Southern California. <laughs> yeah. Like we're like, mm, it's not going to work. So not, not then no pride and prejudice shit right. going on right now. <laughs> so then we're like, Oh, well, a Western, yeah. you know, like totally like using what we had, you know, Southern California, like got those deserts. Yeah, and exactly. Horses, <laughs> which we learned how to horseback ride for. I learned how to twirl a gun and shoot a gun. I'm yeah. proficient with a revolver. <laughs> I like cantered away on that horse. And like that was a really fun experience. Yeah. 
But um, but what was our original budget for that? I want to say half of what we ended oh, up yeah, spending. Oh yeah, three k. Three k. So I think were the magic number, and it it definitely doubled to six k. And mm-hmm. that's just like ballparking. We probably spent definitely over that. But yeah, and we got some <laughs> deals too. Like people cut deals with us because we were Hardcore. kind of desperate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we. Oh my gosh, we were like scavenging around in what desert was it? We were like all the way by Palm Springs yeah. or something, uh-huh. and like one of these ranches that we stopped at because we're like you know what the best way we're gonna get it is we get out of LA mm-hmm. and like find some ranch which and, like, does still hold true guys like that did help <laughs> uh, kind of yes yeah yeah well, no, in, the say, in the yeah. end that's true um but like we went way the out there <laughs> yeah. and um and we like came across this like family own ranch thing Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh like they're giving us like a tour kind of um with their like four by four pickup truck that like their son ended up getting stuck in the sand (laughs) like wheels twirling we're just like what is going on and and they're like you know yelling at the kid like i told you not to drive (laughs) out there and then in that accent too of course and um and and then we're like oh my goodness and and you know we we get back to the ranch after they gave us this not really tour like i think i get what land we're Mm -hmm. working out with but okay and then we, we sit down with them and they like tell us that like just for the location itself they wanted to charge us 6k and we're like Okay. and yeah. and who's what does that come with you know my son the son that got the, the, the that truck, got a stuck yeah got a stuck I'll drive it around <laughs> yeah and like my god yeah so we ended up finding a production company out in um uh agua dulce agua dulce yes shout out to um snakebite productions and caravan west yes for for coming and saving the day because they cut that price down to like the 3k 4k Mm -hmm. but then without with having to pay our cast and crew yeah um which by the way like just i i highly recommend them um just putting that out there if you guys are doing anything western style because they are the props they've got the horses they've got the land they've got the props they've got the costumes like it's 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 fantastic and they're great to work with and they they know how to manage the terrain out there and it, mm-hmm. yeah they're they were super helpful and it like oh my gosh they understand how movies are doing and like talk like just if you're in to the western genre find this interesting it's like even the horses there's like the movie horses film Mm -hmm. horses who understand and not gonna freak out at the prop gun shooting off Mm -hmm. you know and and like oh my gosh to think we really would have gone to hell (laughs) with the other like mom like we we all didn't trust him but to like you know the horses aren't like trained Mm -hmm. for that but hey, I mean, I'm proud of us that we just jumped in and did it because we didn't realize at first how big of an undertaking it was going to be. And then we started realizing it when we, you know, were location scouting and like looking at our budget and everything. And like, I'm just I'm happy that we did it. Like, I still don't regret taking that on as our first project. I'm glad we didn't go full speed ahead with the short or feature yet. Yet. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it was such a big learning experience for us. Absolutely. And um, I think, yeah, we we definitely feel passionate about coming back. But had we not done it? we wouldn't have even formed femme regard mm-hmm. as yeah. what it is today and sometimes you know maybe going blind to things even if it's a little stupid it's <laughs> like you you don't hold back and then you learn so much more and now mm-hmm. we just like are so hungry to mm-hmm. like make the next thing and and so that kind of puts us to what we ended up doing after the trailer mm-hmm. um 
because we we're it's in post um still <laughs> we set it aside for a minute we're not that slow yeah um but we're like okay so that that took away like you know, a chunk of money for us because that was self-funded mm-hmm. by ourselves. And we're like, what can we, what's out there for us to kind of work on next? And like immediately right after, um, you know, if you're here, especially in LA, mm-hmm. this is super helpful. It's just like, like, I don't know what email chain I was like. It's so yeah, random. I don't remember how we found out about it. But like the AT&T Create Shape-a-thon, which... AT&T Shape Create-a-thon. Thank That's you. That's the full name of it. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. they do it every year. So yeah, if you guys are out here in the LA market, like keep an eye out for that. Yeah. And they... And so it was just like, oh, I saw this opportunity to have like basically what the competition was. If you got your script selected, mm-hmm. you'd be then qualified to film and enter into the competition which gave you a chance to film on the warner brothers set Mm -hmm. which is okay free free location that you're never gonna just get yeah and um and great it wasn't like anything like woo but like it's as in like you know they they definitely had like well i mean like the festival was going on around you other there uh, were crews elements. were filming in other locations around you like yeah it wasn't like a closed set but i mean it's still warner brothers like who else can say they filmed at warner brothers at yeah. a level you know what i mean like that's pretty cool and you know our cast and crew really appreciated that mm-hmm. we ended up having um it was really cool we we had aaron aaron uh for fathering him yes um <laughs> But also known as Wheels. You guys probably know him as Wheels on um, Instagram, social media. And the YouTube. Yes. And the tube. And he is a professional W... WMX um, writer so like he does Nitro Circus and so like he's like we wanted like a crazy stuntman this is us of course just like trying to be out of the box and like go for it and we had like this kind of stunt shootout thing and um, we found a way to like get another free second location and Mm -hmm. just like had our friends come and join and like you know sometimes you just gotta rally people together get them excited about the location and Mm -hmm the people involved and mm-hmm. oh my gosh Aaron shout out to him he was such a sweetheart yeah he was fantastic to work with absolutely and he came out from Vegas to film with us he had a great time doing it we had a great time with yeah. him and he took the craft really seriously so mm-hmm. if uh, I know he talked about pursuing acting um and like getting mm-hmm. involved so yes I, I definitely recommend using him yeah. and hiring him and it just goes to show like you know, reach out to people. It can't hurt. I mean, we, oh, yeah, found we him. thought we weren't going to even get right. a call because he he is a WBMX writer. So like, yeah. what does he have to do with film? But we found his website. We contact his manager. And like next day, because I was like, I basically had the deadline in two days and like they needed to like yeah. get back to me. And so um, they did like the day, like the day before. And I remember mm-hmm. I finished the script because I had to change it up if he wasn't going to be like involved. And yeah. man, it all worked out. So they yeah, they 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 accepted us and mm-hmm. we were able to shoot there, which was really cool. And then we're like, OK, so, you know, we we had to obviously pay for him and stuff. but. um I think after that, we're like, okay, so now we really don't have any, any funds. So what would we do? And we got creative and there's this thing called, I don't know if you've heard um, Tessa, but it's, it's called an iPhone. Um, I think I may have heard of it. Yeah. Like, you know, Apple, the, 
People seem no, to like it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, more than androids, maybe. Sorry. No, I'm kidding. It's fine. And now I've done some research because I have now the XS, but even like the iPhone 8 Plus, like, mm-hmm. has the dual cam and works fantastic. I think even. Um, Unsane is a movie that's like kind of well known for being filmed on the iPhone, like total film. The entire movie is filmed on the iPhone. But I want to say that was even like a six or something. I mean, oh, God. Yeah. Like way back in the <laughs> day. I and I watched it. Sense. And I mean, it's it's not the best amazing quality, but like it's really good. And it's definitely good <laughs> enough to like get in festivals, obviously, to get distribution, you know. Oh, crap. Yeah. Like that's like incredible. So mm-hmm. like we just got that. Um and uh, our favorite gimbal for the phone to use, which is like a stabilizer for <coughs> those of you who don't know the terms that like stabilize the phone. It's mm-hmm. a little gear. It almost thing. looks like a fancy selfie stick. <laughs> so we like the DJI gimbal seemed to work the smoothest. It's never fully smooth when panning a little issue there. But for the most part, it did the trick. And mm-hmm. like we shot like three other little projects after mm-hmm. that. We had so much fun doing them and it cost literally like nothing. So yeah. our cost was what the, the, to rent the gimbal, we had bought sound equipment for yeah, our first we short. So we in are, that, yeah, but we already had that by then. I mean, other than that, it was just little tiny costume things, snacks and water, you know, for us and our crew. Like we really did it on no budget whatsoever. And then that just got us getting the experience of mm-hmm. like doing things mm-hmm. like just get, keep learning and growing and, and getting us like ready for the next thing and, and and I think that's a great way, you know, you I think just for those of you who are out there interested in, in the independent filmmaking and mm-hmm. filmmaking, just don't limit yourself just because you mm-hmm. don't have the crew, uh, equipment. But um, it is it is amazing what you can also rent for. Yeah. Not that much mm-hmm. like high end equipment. Of course, you want probably someone who can operate that. But we'll have a we'll have we'll have an amazing guest come on later in the the season to kind of talk more about that and mm-hmm. how you can get around with certain mm-hmm. equipment and things. But that's the thing, too, is, you know, it, especially in a market like L.A., where there's so many people in all aspects of the industry everywhere, like, you know, you can hire someone to be on your crew, maybe even a friend you can ask to do for cheap or free. You never know who might already have that equipment too, you know? Yeah. I mean, I was just on a and short. It's, it helps. Sorry. That's okay. I was just going to say, I was just on a short that um, we ended up using my sound equipment and I wasn't, it wasn't a FemRegard production, you know, it's because they knew me. I had it and knew how to operate it, that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's, it's great to have people that have equipment if you don't want to rent it or buy it. And what's, and following um, on with that is that, uh, it's great that they have the equipment and more so they even know how to use it because right. it's theirs. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, um, fortunately for, you know, crazy Western desert flower <laughs> shoot, there was, they, all of our guys needed a rehearsal day, you mm-hmm. know, to even learn how to work the car gimbal and how to rig it up properly because, and thank God they all knew what they were doing with their equipment. So they mm-hmm. didn't have to spend too much time out there. Right. But it's like, I couldn't even imagine if it wasn't something they were familiar with that, you yeah. know, the car mountain black arm crap, like what they would have done, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it it's, yeah, definitely a tip I would say is even better if you found someone who has the equipment and it's theirs, they know how to use it, mm-hmm. you know, and they can, you know, help you out. Yeah. I mean, it's all about using what resources you have and what resources are available to you, you know, and being smart about it and knowing what you're willing to spend on your budget and 
being mm. honest about that. Yeah. And where you're willing to spend it. Yeah, you know, if you're exactly. willing to stretch a little bit in one area and not another, that sort of thing. It's and, all just it's planning, but it's also jumping right in. You know, you learn exactly. as you do it. So we're yeah excited because we're getting ready to kind of we're in pre-production for a pilot that we want to mm-hmm. shoot. And um, and I think we're going to just do it on the black mini black magic camera that came out and the thing is like it's amazing you guys would look <laughs> it up but it, you know that i we could even like get i think because it's it's like what like a thousand dollars or something it is not and it shoots amazing like i was amazed our dp friend who will be on the show will mm-hmm. will share about it it's just like there's there are things out there and you'd be amazed like you you don't necessarily need the 50,000 cam. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do it. It depends on what level you're going for and who you're working for. Um, as a production company, sometimes you need to you need to cater to those clients. That's something to think about, too, actually. Um, I'm glad you bring that up is because this is something we kind of recently just learned about, too. Um, you know, if you're at a point where you're actually looking for distribution and to get your product on, you know, streaming services and yeah. stuff like that, um, you know, certain companies have certain restrictions like Netflix only has certain approved cameras. Um, Netflix mm-hmm. also, I just learned for um, ADR, has only certain studios like in L.A., I'm sure other places in the world, too, but specifically in LA, I think there's like two or something that they oh, like really? approve for you to do ADR for. And I don't know if they're more flexible with totally independent things they pick up. I'm not sure, but I know that they have restrictions. That's something to think about too, and right. actually do your research on before you jump in. Yeah, no, yeah, you got to look it all up and know your like exactly who you're pitching it to, and mm-hmm. and we're we're on that journey. So that's why we've been finding those things, and we'll continue to share what we learn. As you mm-hmm. guys know, we're we're you know just. This is why we d- we're doing this. We want to just share our knowledge with you who are and in, and hopefully inspire and motivate mm-hmm. you other creators out there to either collaborate with us or do it yourself. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just important to keep doing it, too. You know, it's like we've like you said, we've been creating way, this whole time. Any way you can. Yeah. Whether it's with the freaking iPhone, mm-hmm. which I love. It's <laughs> actually pretty cool. Um, and and keep it keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. I think I'm gonna share my the inspo of the inspo. of the episode. Yes, yes. Please. So I had a friend invite me out to hear writer, screenplay, writer, author, writer. What do we call playwright? Screenwriter. No, screenwriter. <laughs> right. Screenwriter? Is that the term? <laughs> That's the official term. I don't know. David McGee speak, and he. Um, let me bring up my notes here. I don't want to butcher the titles, because <laughs> um, that's where I'm at. But he um, was wrote Finding Neverland, Life of Pi, and recently Mary Poppins Returns, as you all might have seen recently in the theaters. And it was really cool because I'm doing a lot of the writing right now for mm-hmm. the pilot. So um, just some inspiration that um, or like the things that tips that stuck out to me in that uh, hearing him talk about writing in his journey, uh, but something like that really clicked for me in, mm-hmm. in writing the pilot was finding a cent- like a centralized theme or, you know, overall theme that all your characters resonate with and like all their motives kind of go for mm-hmm. whether that was. And um, for, you know, he realized he had like a, a kind of a pattern with all his films. And that was like how his characters kind of came overcame death mm-hmm. and the, each character had a different way of going through it yeah, or 
you know, and he's like, oh, I, I didn't realize that was so morbid. It's like everyone <laughs> like dealing with death. Um, but it really um, helps because I'm kind of a writer. Like I get inspired by a certain thing mm-hmm. or like a, a, a scene or a character. And then I'm I like, you know, I kind of go all over the place and then it's it totally clicked for him. Like, OK, once I started noticing mm-hmm. a theme you know, and even in our pilot, and I think we we talked about. It. I'm not going to share too much. Just Can't give yet. away our secrets. Yes, <laughs> but it was like, oh, like I'm starting to see this with all these characters. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what is my main character's journey then with it? And that's the thing. The theme is going to kind of affect the journey your character goes on, mm-hmm. and what the outcome of it is. So yeah, definitely like. I would say that's a great thing to narrow in as soon as you can, because yeah. then it helps you write. It helped me figure out, OK, the dialogue for the rest of the pilot mm-hmm. and um, something else. If you're like me and like have ideas come to you like every 10 seconds, you're like, oh, what about this and this? And like you kind of like have a lot of thoughts on how to go for it. And I really loved what his tip was. He likes to in as far as how to create the entire story, like, Mm -hmm. you know, plot point, all the action points and how each character's journey kind of all comes together. And that was um, get a whiteboard and then a bunch of sticky colored sticky Mm -hmm. notes, post-its, and then, you know, have them each for each color for each character and then like plot them out over the the board. And what's nice is, you know, they're small enough so you can't get like overwhelmed with detail and stuff. Just, you know, you sum it up Mm -hmm. and then you could visually see the journey of all the different characters. So I I like love that. So I'm Mm -hmm. really excited to work on that for our project and kind of see how that all came about and will come about for the journey of all the characters. And I thought that was like a cool way to organize it. And um, so that was like my favorite tidbits. But Mm -hmm. Oh, it was interesting. You know, he yeah. was also like an actor trying to make it and then was abridging novels into what was back then two cassette tapes, probably like <laughs> A and B sides yeah. for people to listen. He just got really good at the, the story pattern. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's another thing I would just generally say is read books and mm-hmm. screenplays, like read the book and then the screenplay. You'll like you'll start to notice how writers like know like develop the formula and know yeah. how to like make it time yeah. it right because mm-hmm. there's like a timing thing with each project right so yeah i i was just really like really inspiring and i hope that might inspire some of y'all yeah you know? good advice good inspiration <laughs> thank you and by the way guys if you're not already following our progress and seeing our creations come to life that we just talked about um you can check us out on our website femregard.com you can also follow us on instagram at femregard and twitter at fem underscore regard and now on facebook we have a, an official page yes. Femregard Productions. <laughs> That's so time. yeah <laughs> and feel free to leave us a comment dm us we love to hear from you guys and we will see you next time yay thanks for listening to fem regard podcast if you like what you hear tune in next time for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals over tea we can only grow with your support so please subscribe share rate and give us a five-star review on apple podcast if you leave us a great comment we might give you a shout out on the show For more on us, check us out at femregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.